Welcome to Freedom Slay Podcast, where fempreneurs, side hustlers, and entrepreneurs come to fast track their success. If you're a millennial girl boss, listen, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of the goods, because every week you're going to get the tools that you need to slay your business goals to create a life of time and financial freedom. I'm Ganette Jones, your host and Freedom Slayer in charge here. Let's begin. Hey, hey guys, today we are going to be talking about some hacks to deal with something that affects all entrepreneurs, no matter what part of the journey you're on, and that's nerves and fear. And that's because entrepreneurship in and of itself is risky, right? You often have to be able to leap without certainty. You have to be able to follow your gut without reassurance. You got to be able to know in your heart that you've got this, even though you've never gotten it before. Couple that with the self-doubt that can come from time to time and you're embarking on something new and, you know, that fear can really, really begin to take over if you allow it. So I want to share some strategies that I use along with some of my entrepreneurial friends have used that work really well. And I hope that you can start incorporating some of these things in your daily life, especially as you're taking and making really big moves and big steps. I always say that you have to learn to build those butterflies in your stomach or home because honey, they're here to stay. Fear does not go away. What happens is your fear begins to change shape. So what used to scare me five years ago doesn't scare me today, but there are other things that have me fearful. And when I say fearful, I'm not talking about horror movie fearful, right? You get that. I'm talking about those things that make your knees knock and that make your armpits sweat and the things that happen when you're on the entrepreneurial journey doing big things that you know you're made to do but that still scare you crapless right they have you terrified af that's what this podcast is about today so if you've resonated with anything i've said so far then i think this podcast is really going to be helpful for you whether you're embarking on something new or maybe you're relaunching something or potentially you have a speaking engagement in front of a large audience or maybe you're about to quit your job whatever it is know that I got your back because look I get it the entrepreneurship journey can be scary some people like to romanticize it and some parts of it are really really sexy but if we're honest there are also many parts that are not I speak often in front of large crowds and I still get terrified every single time in fact do you know that public speaking is the number one fear most years above the fear of flying above death above spiders often you have the fear of public speaking and I know there are a lot of underlying reasons why right people don't like to get uncomfortable people are afraid to mess up but when you really drive down to it people don't want to be judged by others and this is a fear across the board even if you're afraid to you know, take the leap and leave your nine to five so that you can work on your business. Often the underlying fear for doing so is that you are fearful of failing. And sometimes we tell ourselves the stories that we don't want to fail ourselves, but it's not ourselves we're worried about. A lot of times we're worried about the outside views if we're being honest. Ask yourself, if no one knew what you were doing, if no one were able to witness what you're doing and it failing, would you be as fearful doing it? Probably not, right? <laughs> but anyway, let's dive into some of the hacks. Because no matter what your underlying reason for being fearful, you're still going to be scared, right? <laughs> so the first one, especially when I have like speaking engagements or something to do in front of a large crowd, hashtag introvert, I wear my husband's deodorant. And normally I wear the natural stuff. So the non-antiperspirant, the anti-antiperspirant, right? It's deodorant, so it smells good, but 
obviously when you block your pores you're preventing yourself from sweating which is preventing yourself from detoxing and all that stuff not part of the topic but I normally wear a natural deodorant however when I do have big speaking engagements I wear my husband's deodorant and I know that one thing that you can be fearful of as well is sweating you don't want to see sweat stains and you know how you feel uncomfortable watching someone else speaking if you see under their arms the sweat stains or something like that so one way to help you to be less nervous is to prevent some of that additional sweat and I mean you don't need my husband's deodorant you don't even need your husband's deodorant. You may not have a husband, right? You just have to get some of that strong stuff. It tends to be marketed as men's deodorant in pharmacies. So grab some of that. He plays basketball, so his is that arid sport. <laughs> it's a spray deodorant that works. And I don't wear it often, but when I do have really big speaking engagements, usually when there's a hundred or more people, I tend to put this on. It just helps me. And I have a really great way of hiding there. So usually no one can tell I'm nervous. In fact, if I mention that I'm nervous to someone or I was nervous to someone afterwards, they're always like I had no way of telling. They would have been able to tell though, had I not grabbed his deodorant. Now I mean, okay. So aside from that, if you don't want to use, you know, any men's deodorant, that's fine. You can also grab some underarm liners and what I like to call pit liners. And I actually got this recommendation from a friend who does tons of speaking engagements. And he was like, girl, you need to get some pit liners rather than using his deodorant. I use pit liners all the time because it doesn't ruin my clothes. You know, with men's deodorant, you tend to get that white film. So it was a great recommendation from her. My next suggestion is something that's going to sound super obvious at first, but I need you to bear with me. And that's just to breathe. I find when we're in an uncomfortable situation or we're nervous about something, whether or not it's in front of people or we're sitting by ourselves in the living room terrified, it does not matter. We tend to shallow breathe. We tend not to breathe from our diaphragm, but rather from our chest. And most people think that's the way you're supposed to breathe. But nah, that's not it at all. Your tummy should be rising, not your chest. And it's at the point when you're really nervous or you're fearful of something, you usually do either hold your breath for long periods of time before breathing again, or you find yourself breathing with your chest going up and down rather than breathing and seeing your tummy rise. Your belly button should be going up and down instead. And I'm always the person that reads all the things and knows all the ways it works, but to turn around and try to articulate it, it may come out weird, but listen, there is some scientific proof to say that when you do breathe, you actually calm your body. I don't know what type of endorphins are released or what, or if it's endorphins at all, but listen, it works. So listen to me, you need to breathe in for four and out for four. And when you do that, you're going to find that you do immediately relax, not completely, because like I said before, the fear is not going to go away until you take action through that fear, right? But it does help to take the edge off of it. Now, I like this to be an action-packed podcast. So I'm going to ask you to breathe in and out with me. You don't have to close your eyes, so that can help. I just want you to breathe in for four and out for four with me. So follow my count. You ready? Breathe in. One, two, three, four. Breathe out. One, two, three, four. We're going to do it again. You ready? Breathe in. One, two, three, four. Breathe out. One, two, three, four. Look at you. Elevated AF. <laughs> I tend to do that breathing thing for a minimum of four times. Another thing it helps you to relax and become more observant of your body because there are other places that we hold tension and if we release that tension, we in turn feel more relaxed. Like the tongue is usually on the roof of the mouth. 
pressed against the roof of the mouth if we're a bit nervous or if we're fearful of something and it's just about pulling the tongue down from the roof of the mouth to create that more relaxed feel and knowing where you hold tension i know for me it tends to go in my shoulders and neck right also if i'm nervous or fearful my stomach feels a bit uneasy the jaw is another place where you can hold a lot of tension so if you do some mouth exercises making the o sound or the i o u real exaggerated i o u i'm actually doing it you tend to relax the jaw a bit so there are a bunch of different exercises you can do you can roll the shoulders if your shoulders was where you get the tension but it's knowing where you get tension because everyone doesn't get it in the same way everyone's affected by it differently and it really does depend on what you're fearful or nervous of right like i said if it's a speaking engagement or something like that that's one thing if you're nervous about a life event maybe you're about to get married or maybe you're about to open a business or like i said earlier maybe you're about to walk into your boss's office and give that resignation and you're feeling fear all of those different things can manifest in your body differently and of course the easiest thing being to just act right to do the thing and doing the thing that makes you so nervous actually prevents or stops that fear because it's nothing to be afraid of if you're already in the doing or if you've already done it, right? A lot of the fear and nervousness happens prior to. It's something that we work ourselves up about prior to something happening. But the actual act of itself is what stops it. And if you are nervous, let's say it's a speaking engagement. I keep coming back to this because I know fear of public speaking is a real thing. So let's say it is a speaking engagement then you need to practice what you're talking about and you don't have to sound robotic you don't have to be robotic maybe it's just some bullets you want to remember maybe if you're like me you remember acronyms just so you can remember what are the topics you want to touch on you don't have to be robotic about it it can come out different every time you do it but you want to be comfortable with what it is you have to say likewise in your business you want to be comfortable with what it is you're doing and when i say comfortable i should say more so familiar with what it is you're doing because you aren't going to be comfortable it's all about getting uncomfortable that's all about growing get familiar with what it is you're doing if you're starting a new podcast learn as much as you can about podcasting if you want to start a youtube channel learn what you can about the youtube world the more you learn about what it is you're involved in the more you practice what it is you're about to do the better you will be one and two, the less nervous you would be because you will be more confident and confidence shows. And maybe it's not a speaking engagement. Maybe it's a business you're about to launch or maybe it's something you're about to do that has you crazy nervous. Understand that we're usually living our worst case scenario already. Like sometimes you wonder, oh, what if I don't make money from this? I'm scared. But you're not making money from it right now because you're not doing it, right? So you're living that worst case scenario. What if I fail? Well, you're failing now because you aren't doing it. So a lot of times we focus so much on the worst case scenario, forgetting that we're living it often right now. And the upside, the upside potential of the thing we're fearful to do is usually so much greater. Let's focus on that. Another thing you can do that is surprisingly therapeutic is to journal it out. I remember when I first launched my business and I was about to share my Facebook page. And when I say share, I mean sharing it with people who are already on my friends page. 
But at the moment, this just felt like the most daunting thing in the world. Like who was I to create this business? Who was I to give advice? Who was I to be this person? These little thoughts come into the mind, right? No one is exempt to them. However, I've learned to shut them down really fast or not so much shut them down, but to quiet them through different techniques. And one of the things I do is journal it out. And it's funny now, because when I look at the journal, I'm like, was I really afraid to put up a Facebook page? It's so funny to me because I create accounts now all the time. It is not even something I think twice about. It does not bother me. Like I recently created one for the Freedom Slay podcast. Follow on Instagram if you haven't already. <laughs> that just goes to show you that what scares you today likely isn't going to scare you tomorrow. But the process of journaling it out is therapeutic because you get to see where the fear is coming from. You just write unrestricted. You write filter free. You write exactly what it is you're feeling. You write exactly what it is you're going through. And for me, like looking at back at it and I'm like oh my goodness was I serious and you don't have to overcomplicate the journaling process I was writing something simple like I'm so terrified to share this Facebook page I created it I want to help people but I don't know what people are going to think about it and now I'm looking at it and I'm like I couldn't care less if I tried now. And it just tells you, well, it shows you how much you grow. But during the time, me writing it out helped me to release some of that fear. And what I did, because this is what I do, I move fast. We talked about this in like the first episode. I move super fast. So what I did was just share it, walked away. I went to go grab some takeout with my husband, Dean came back and I noticed people were joining the page. I'm like, man, that was simple, fair gone. The process of journaling it out, taking action, walking away, coming back, I was fine. And now, like I said, looking back at it, it's a big joke for so many reasons. Even the fact that I was just trying to share it with people that were already on my friends page. I probably said this before, but your friends and your family aren't your audience. They can fall into your audience sometimes and it's great to have that support, but they shouldn't be the only ones you're targeting or reaching out to. It's much bigger than them, right? If you're trying to run a sustainable business, you're going to have to reach out to people outside of your circle very far outside of your circle and understand that if you're only going to those in your circle that's your comfort zone get out of there too so once i saw how easy it was once i took action through the fair i started getting out of that comfort zone and began sharing it with more people that i had no idea who they were i started running advertisements for it to attract the people that i really wanted the ones who are truly going to be there and benefit from the content and those who could potentially be future buyers so if at this moment you're feeling really really nervous or fearful of something or in a moment in the future I really suggest that you take the time it could be five minutes it does not have to be a long time but I suggest taking that time that two minutes that five minutes and really writing down exactly what you're feeling and what it's going to do is help to relax you a bit it's going to help you to see it from an outside view because sometimes you're going to write things and you're going to be like well did that come from me is that the underlying cause and also it's going to be future comedy because I can promise you you're going to look back at this and either laugh or cringe like I cannot believe I was that person and ask yourself who are you trying to be who are you trying to be tomorrow who are you trying to be in five years time who are you trying to be 10 years time what will that person do how will that person act today in order to get there they're likely going to be taking action through the things you're fearful of and you can help that future you through the different things we talked about today through taking action through the fear through going on that stage and saying you know what i'm going to be fearful but i'm going to do things that are going to help me be a little more comfortable and confident up on that stage so putting on the deodorant using those liners 
or maybe it's doing the journaling or maybe it's the breathing exercises or possibly it's just remembering that you're going to act today from that future use mindset. Remember that you are likely already living your worst case scenario. Okay. You are likely already there. Do it through the fear. And it's funny because the definition of failure is the lack of success, but I truly don't believe you can fail if you don't quit. You cannot fail if you don't quit. If you continue to go after what it is that you want, you cannot fail. So don't worry about failure. Tell failure to suck it and go do what it is that's going to assist you to level up. If achievement were easy, everyone would be doing. But the reality is most people are on the sidelines stuck in fear. You can feel the fear, but don't let it paralyze you. And the only way you can allow it not to paralyze you is to take action through it. And I hope the suggestions I shared today were helpful. If they were, make sure you take a screenshot of this episode and tag me over on Instagram at Ginette, G-A-Y-N-E-T-E, so that I know it was helpful for you and I can make some similar to this in the future. I'll see you next time. Okay, okay, I see you, Freedom Slayer. You stayed through to the end, which tells me that you likely enjoyed this episode. Listen, if you haven't already, do your sister a favor by heading on over to the iTunes store to leave a review for the podcast. It'll help others like you find a benefit from it. And look, it also helps with the rankings. Hashtag transparent AF. I appreciate you.